Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, darlings all. Welcome to another wordy exploration where I'm afraid my flirtometer may be spinning. I regard today's guest as a hunkertron. Incidentally, that word is one of my rare coinings of the highest order. Joel Domit has a CV that sparkles as incandescently as his wit. From the masked singer to Hey Tracy, his lovable persona is a Madagascan ruby in ITV's diadem. Speaking of Madagascan rubies, my cheeks are already that shade in anticipation of his arrival. So let's hasten it with Joel's bespoke poem. Our sexiest comedian, yes, I think I concur. I blush to tell you even via Zoom my knickers stir. But to focus on these assets is to miss a trick, for what makes him a superstar is his trademark shtick. His stand-up climbs from joke to joke, the candid comic ladder, from brawls to bedroom guests, mid-carpet, emptying their bladder. But even though confessionals most liberally are strewn, he still retains his charm and more, his power to make a swoon. Before my gush amasses all the force of Halley's Comet, I shall turn the tap off as I welcome dear Joel Domit. Yeah, wonderful. What a wonderful take on language you have. Domit, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be in your, is, am I in your kitchen, in your lounge? You are, well, they're sort of one and the same, actually. It's very open okay. plan here. I'm very French. Yeah. Speaking of French, I want to talk about Joel Domit first, and not the person, but the appellation, because do you know that Domit came with the Normans in 1066? Yeah, apparently so. That's that's the rumour. My grandfather did some digging, yes. and um, apparently the name potentially is from is from the Norman conquest and it was Domé, obviously, yes, originally, which, yes. which my, my wife is, is really trying to bring that back. Du, Trust me. She, she hates Domit. She, <laughs> she's like, she wants to be Cooper Domé, not Cooper Domit. And I fully understand that. It was a toponym, which is when a name comes from the place, topos meaning place and nim meaning name. And it was a little place in the song called Dumont en Ponteau. Really? And there were lots of you, lots and lots of you. And because the Normans obviously won 
the Duma on Ponto's stayed. Wow. And I think that, that might be why you're such a little dollop of sex. I think it's all that French. <laughs> the, um, there's, a, uh, there's a little village in Somerset called Domit. So I expect when we, we came over from, with, with the Norman conquest, they probably sort of all made themselves a little village there. <laughs> and there's a sign that says Domit. And all, me, my dad, my grandfather, and I think his dad too, have all had photos next to this like same sign that says Domit down in Somerset. It's quite wonderful. Oh my, oh gosh, the whole Dumas en Ponteau settlement. Exactly. This is an amazing thing. My my grandfather, this is this is incredible, right? My grandfather like loved all the family tree stuff. He was the first person of family to like properly delve in. Oh my. And he was obsessed with it. It was amazing. And he sort of got all these folders of everything that he found. And which is since passed to my my granny, who we still look through them. It's amazing. Um, and so he uh, found that the only relative that we have in London, there was three, I don't think they were Domits at that point, but it's uh, a relation, who were buried in a, in a cemetery in Nunhead in southeast London. Oh, God. And I moved, so this is all so, so mad, right? And I, I moved to... Southeast London, I moved to Nunhead. I've now moved away now, but yeah. I moved to Nunhead. It was my first house I bought. And uh, With no this knowledge probably like this. seven years ago. No knowledge of this before, right? So I moved to Nunhead and I spoke to my granny, called my granny, and I was like, I've just moved into this new flat. It's uh, in Southeast London. And she was like, oh, I think you had some relatives uh, in Southeast London at one point. And, and I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah. And so when I went back and I visited her, I looked through the stuff and the place that my, my I think it was like great, great, great grandparents or something were buried was in Nunhead Cemetery, which my house looked at. Like I could see the cemetery from my house. Oh my. Almost equally crazy, I think, is the other place you found yourself living next door or, or plum opposite, I'm not sure which when you were in Los Angeles, because we might never have had you as we know you had this not happened. Yes, I was doing acting bits and bobs. Yes. And I, I never felt like it suited me. And I don't know whether that was the case for you. I know you're from an acting background. I'm an erstwhile thespian, yes. But not of any great esteem, darling. <laughs> and I just, I always felt like I was, I felt like I was okay at it. It was so hard to sort of work away way up, but there was no ladder to it. No, and there's no clear metric, is there, really? No, it's just a sort of a big heap of Scrabble letters. And it's just like... <laughs> You're just lucky if you're sort of picked out of the bag, really. I love just, like, putting everything I have into something. And and I felt like acting was hard to do that. So I, um, as soon as I found comedy, I was like, this is perfect. You just go out every single night. You can write loads. You can just watch loads of comedy. You can just sort of just immerse yourself in just, like, a sponge and just kind of just soak up all this knowledge. But then you found yourself... Living next door to a comedy store. Yes, I lived right next door to, um, or sort of down the road from the Laugh Factory, which is in LA and uh, it's on Sunset Boulevard. So I just went there every night, really, uh, just because I was bored and I didn't have enough money to hire a car. And obviously in LA, you know, you need a car. So I would just, <laughs> yeah, just like walk to the Laugh Factory and I'd go there every night. And then I just was like, oh, I think 
this is actually what I want to do. And actually, it was the same when I went to Edinburgh Festival for my very first time. I was doing a play there, and I um, I just went to watch comedy every night. I didn't go and watch any plays, and I was like, oh, I think I know where my loyalties lie. I don't actually I want to be in acting. I think I want to be in comedy. I want to turn back the clock now because I really want to investigate that magnificent tongue and its provenance as we get regional with Joel Domit. Darling, where were you born? I was born in Bristol in Southmead Hospital. Now, as you know, I have become sort of insta-chums with your lovely mummy, Penny. Yes. And yes. he says that she likes my lexicon and I adore her botany. And she's been very, very helpful in unearthing some things about you, including your baby book. Have you seen this? No. Well, I don't think so. It's wonderful because it records all your earliest lexicon. And your first word, it said in brackets, hurrah afterwards, was mum, 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 mum. <laughs> what was your first word? I bet it was a good one. Gosh, do you know, I don't know. I bet it was like incongruous or something. I've been probing, I've been probing other people and I haven't probed myself. Well, well. in lockdown, all <laughs> I've done is probe myself, but that's another story. <laughs> but, well, I gather from my other spy, Steve. Oh my God, you've really, you've really delved in deep. I, uh, well, I've got wow. these wonderful spies, which I suddenly realised because of course I did my teenage mixtape with you, your wonderful podcast, and Steve was there. Mm -hmm. So I gave him a gentle probing. And he said that there's one word, adomatism, that's rather excessively used. Can you think what word that is? Exciting. That's what I say a lot. <laughs> oh, my God, this is so exciting. Yes. But no, he didn't find like, such a lot exciting, which I think is tremendously it's, endearing. It's also like when I'm trying to fill time in my brain, you know, I just like it's that's basically sort of my apple sort of like curly, swirly <laughs> thing when I'm your thinking. rainbow wheel. My rainbow wheel. There's another thing I haven't seen is your rainbow wheel, but I imagine that is exciting. It's very exciting, yeah. Many people have seen it. I have to ask Hannah about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of my, I have, um, it's a, your sort of like your word, your idiosyncrasy, your, your it's like your, it's my thinking word. It's like I, when, I, when I'm on stage, yes. that's my sort of, my my thing that I say when I'm thinking. Yes. Because it's better oh. than going, um, or what should I say next? You just go, wow, amazing. And then carry on. Yeah, amazing. I like that even more. Amazing. Amazing. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wonderful. You can get right Excellent. to that long A, which is delicious. Amazing. I call it a mode of cogitation. Oh, wonderful. Don't know what it is, but it sounds great. It just got a dollop of French in it, like you, mo being the French for word. What is your favourite word? Oh, gosh, ever. Ooh, I love papillionaceous, which oh. means like a butterfly. Beautiful. Again, a dollop of the French. Again, from Papillon. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I love that it's so versatile because it can mean like a papillionaceous metamorphosis in somebody or like a lovely ballet dancer moving in a papillionaceous fashion. Oh. I love that. I also love altruism, which I think is the ultimate thing to aspire to. Oh, that's that kind good. of supreme selflessness. I'll tell you what, Tom, I bet you could really help me out with my crossword. Oh, are you testing me now? I, I, I love a crossword. It's something that I feel like I should know uh, growing up on a farm. It's of cattle. What is the cattle? Oh, the bovine. Bovine, B-O-V-I-N-E. It's in! I once went on a date with a bovine vet, darling, and he taught me, and this is a wonderful word that I adore, he taught me how to belot. And do you know what that is? Yeah. It's when you go in via the sphincter with your arm and you cup your hand and you tap the top of its uterus and it fe- if it feels like two little plums, that's its ovaries and it's not pregnant. And if it feels like a soft Charante melon, that's a calf and it is pregnant. Wow. And he said, you know as much as I do now, you could belot. And you did that on your first date? Well, we didn't do it. <laughs> he, he, he nearly mined it. Oh my God. And then I had to mime it back at him to check I was doing yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Now darling, I have amassed some words from that region and one or two domitisms. And I wonder if you could play translator at this point. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. I'm going to hit you with some very unsexy things just to cool myself down because I'm rather hot under the collar, especially with you looking at me with that penetrative gaze of yours. (laughs) Smoothing the dog. Oh, smoothing the dog. I think this is a funny one because um, I think it means like um, just like to you know, pet a dog, right? Right. Smoothing the dog. And it's like, it's a really weird Bristolian phrase. Um, when are lighting the bus, cheers drive. Cheers drive, yeah. That's something that Bristolians say, cheers drive. Oh, do you know, I love meaning the driver, right? I mean, that's, that's what's beautiful about Bristolianisms is that it's just like really pairing it back to what is what it is, you know? Instead of saying, thank you very much, driver. You're just saying, cheers, drive. He drives. That's what he does. Well, just on the other side of the seven, we had Sean Gibson on. And she said everyone in her town, uh, mold, 
was known by their professions. And so you had John the Milk, and she said her favorite one of all was The Undertaker, who was called Ed the Dead. Oh my God, amazing. (laughs) Amazing. I love that. Um, The adding of an L, so popping to Asdol. That's a like like that's a classic Bristolianism. Just like go down Astles. <laughs> go down Astles. I mean that you're already Joe. Just, yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I'm actually Joe on my birth certificate, but I grew up in Bristol, so like Joel. Oh my. Joel. Um Akina. Keena is someone who's like real keen in school. Oh, like a boffin or, or or a spod. Yeah, like a square. Like people would call them a square, potentially other places. Like a keener. We always call them a keener, which I quite like actually as a word. It sounds quite mean because I grew up in a place where you didn't want to be a keener. But like, it's like quite nice. Like it is, you're keen. You're, yes. a, you're keen at school, so you're a keener. Quite lovely. Yes, it is. It's quite a nice way of putting it. I sort of had the veneer of keen, um, mm. but actually. I sort of mastered the look of butter wouldn't melt and then was really quite naughty. Even sort of really, yeah. dark chocolate bounties up my sleeve in the tuck shop. Very oh, cool. how dare you. I know. But I how always think the chocolate tastes better for theft. I hasten to add, I don't do it anymore. But uh, yeah, yeah. Better not. It does make your you, you could call yourself the bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> um, jitter. A jitter is... Um, it's basically, I was a jitter. I was a jitter keener. You'd probably say I was sort of a crossover jitter keener. And a jitter is like someone who like, is, is like an emo. You'd be known as an emo. For like, like if there was a sort of almost crossover of jitter and, and like an emo. Cause so it's apropos music. More, music tech. Yes. Yeah. It was like, if you liked rock music, if you sort of, you know, wore sort of baggy jeans. Bug, then. I wonder, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, I'm really, really interested to find out what the, we love what the, the etymology of that is, but to use a word that you would use, but oh, the, um, yes. uh, yeah. Everybody knows, do tell us, I love it when you tell us. Finally, Adomitism, Jimmy, I gather this is very versatile. I think you're such a Jimmy. Oh, like if you fall off your skateboard or something, you'd be like, oh my God, I'm so Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, I feel like nobody outside of our friendship group used it or has ever used it since. It was like that word that probably we tried to get going, but uh, just it just did not catch a light. Well, maybe this will signal it's Renaissance <laughs> starting. Uh, I, would I mean, love I'm that. probably I really overestimating my power here, size of it, but... <laughs> So Jimmy. This podcast is not Jimmy by any no, way. The only thing that's Jimmy-ish right now is that it's time to bid you farewell. And that oh. always cleaves my heart in two because I'm a little bit in love with you. It's honestly, it's uh there's not many good human beings in this biz, and you're one of them. Oh Joe. I just you're one of them. I just love you. You've put wings on my heels, darling. I want to be you to be like a politician. And I, I like I want I would trust you, you know, if you were running the country, I'd be like, yeah, I don't understand what that guy's saying, but I know, I, fit, I believe him, <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh, my predilection for polysyllables reigns supreme. Exactly. That's exactly the kind of thing that you would say. And I'd be like, what the hell is he saying? But it's wonderful. I'm, I'm just absolutely over the moon that we got three crossword uh, answers within the done? space of about 30 seconds. 
Like, I'm basically done. Look, I'm almost there. Oh, it's a hot dog. It's like, what's that last it's one? It's a hot dog. The last, the six down. I might be able to get this now because it starts with B. Starts with B. Musical instrument starting with B. Oh, you've got it. It's brass. No, it's not. It uh, it's um woodwind. I think. Woodwind. Oh, Aisha's got it. Our lovely producer, Aisha, who I didn't introduce you to. She's got it. What? Unmute yourself, darling. Bagpipes. Oh, of the trouble is i've never thought of it as an instrument more of a noise um uh bagpipes it is yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god and you know that's how they discovered cheese was a what tummy. is well they used to keep milk in sheep's tummies and one yes. of the enzymes in the lining made it go bad and they got cheese yeah, rennet, I think. Isn't that, is that what it's called? Is that um, I think so. I, I did a course in cheese once because my dad owned a cheese shop for like 20 years. Oh. And I used to work there on Saturdays. So I um, did a week's course in cheese. Yeah, what's that? Is it called Domit's Dairy? It should have been. Oh. It should have been. What was it called? It was called Cheese Box. Oh, that's cheese nice. Box. That's simple. But it's... Um, I never went to university, so to this day, that week's course in cheese is my highest form of education. Oh, well, thank you so much, darling. I've loved it. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm just really, I'm, I'm happy that I've finished my crossword. Oh, I'm thrilled too. And I'm thrilled Aisha chimed in. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. She's an unsung hero. It would have been wonderful if she literally like was unmuted and she was playing bagpipes. <laughs> You've been so great. It's been uh, it's been lovely. Oh, I've loved it, darling. Farewell. I've just realised how often I say Joe makes me swoon. I love saying swoon. Swoon is a synonym for faint, and its provenance is lovely. It comes from the old English the swoggen, meaning in a faint. Mercifully, I've recovered enough to bid you a fond farewell. If you're hungry for more, remember, this is but one geranium in the window box, as Penny Domit might say. So do subscribe, rate, and leave me a message with your thoughts. I read every one. In the meantime, oodles of love. This has been a Monkey Kingdom, an Acast production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.